0: Good morning and welcome to Hump Day. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. How you doing after Super Tuesday? Got a lot of things to talk about. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com. Make it part of your daily routine. Get out there and and make sure you're educated about what is going on in the world today. Uh, just a quick note uh, to our Phoenix listeners and our other uh, listeners uh, outside of Colorado uh, so the, we're going to have a new stream up at 1360khnc.com. Uh, we're hopeful that, uh, we're in the testing phase right now. We're, uh, but should be up next week and all of the people that, uh, some people can get it, some people can't, and we don't know why, right? It, you got this phone or you're on this browser or this or that or the other. We got the solution. It's coming, uh, and I'll 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 give you an update when it's on, and then you can test it. And hopefully, I'm right, and and uh, we got we get that whole situation worked out. Because I know a lot of people. Hey, there's nothing good to listen to. And and go to thirteen sixty khnccom dot uh, com, and and uh, we got a lot of great programming there uh, to keep you all in the know. So I just wanted to make that quick announcement. Uh, wow, Super Tuesday, huh? I'll say that before we get into all of it, I gotta give some props to uh Simone Sanders and Jill Biden. They uh the Joe Biden was uh giving one of those speeches after the results were coming in and and, and a protester, you know, just storming the stage and uh I don't know where security is, right? You would think, hey, you know, you're running for president. I don't know, maybe you should have some security people there. Uh, apparently there wasn't any. These two ladies uh, jumped into action and and took down the protesters. So shout out to them. Uh, that That's that's good stuff. Hopefully uh, the Biden campaign will get that fixed and, and have some security up there. But speaking of that, how many Democrats yesterday had to plug their nose and go pull the lever? I don't even think you pull a lever anymore. Fill in the circle. For Joe Biden. Uh Joe Biden uh won the majority of the states. I'll say this Elizabeth Warren, uh, haunted Bernie Sanders, cost Bernie three states. Cost of Massachusetts, cost them Maine, and cost him Minnesota. Those are only three places Elizabeth Warren actually ran well and 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 Bernie ended up losing those states all bit closely. Uh and today, uh and I was surprised. I'll, I'll tell you right now, Joe Biden is not electable. He's, uh, I, I can't imagine a world where he is, but okay. Uh, and I thought Michael Bloomberg w- would do much better. He's done. Matter of fact, this morning he announced that his campaign is suspended. They're shutting it down. That is horrible news, believe it or not. That's bad news. That's bad news for the economy. Uh, Bloomberg was spending a fortune right all of these TV stations of all the primaries that are coming up next are just like what the right you know and I know, you know my brother as I've told you you know he's a he's a big shot at one of the largest uh, television companies in the country you know they own uh, hundreds of stations. And for the stations where they haven't had the primaries yet, uh, very disappointing uh, as Bloomberg was spending a fortune. And it was amazing how Biden won in states where he didn't even spend a dollar, didn't even run an ad, right? didn't even uh, go and give a speech, nothing. Uh, so the it's going to be uh, a battle between Bernie and Biden. Uh, the 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 hopes are for the Democrat side uh, that that it can that they don't need to go to the convention. I think they will. I think Bernie's going to get do a, well enough. Uh, but still, it looks like it's going to be Biden Trump uh, that got Wall Street excited today because they kind of feel like I do, right? <laughs> really? I mean, I think uh, Donald Trump is going to bury Joe Biden. Yeah, all ever, all the gaffes that he makes. Right. And, you know, Trump's mean he's got to capitalize. And here's the thing. When Biden because Trump does the same thing, right? Trump makes plenty of gaffes. But somehow when when uh, certain people try to call him out on that, right, they just come off as, you know, they just look foolish because Trump just hammers them even harder. Uh, And I and I uh, and I just that's just what I think. What do I know? Right. I I don't know anything. Last week I told you there's going to be Bloomberg. See, See what I know. The guy's out. Uh, I, w- I would be surprised. I think Elizabeth Warren's going to bow out. It'll be Biden and Sanders duking it out. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, the, the big The big prize, California. Bernie won that one pretty handily, but but Biden uh, won all over the East. It actually got Texas, which was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Bernie ran strong in the West, right? He won Colorado. He won Utah. He already had won Nevada. He won California. Uh, so so Bernie's strong in, in the West. Uh, Biden dominated down in the and in, in what I would call Republican states, right? You know, Arkansas, Georgia, you know, the Carol well, I'd say the Carolinas, you know, the, all along uh the 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 southeast of the country, which is, you know, Republican strongholds. Uh Biden won those states, won Oklahoma. Um, everybody's endorsing, by the way, uh, Bloomberg's put his endorsement now behind, uh, babbling Joe Biden, but props to his wife. I, you know, uh, I'll give her respect. She jumped up into action and, uh, that was kind of cool to watch Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So now let's talk about the economy. We had the emergency rate cut yesterday. Canada has followed suit today. With their emergency cut, we're still waiting on Europe and Japan. Got a lot of new things to talk about. Don't touch that. 800 592 Patriot Radio News Hour. Um, where to start? Where to start today? More problems in the repo markets again? Uh, this an all-time record demand from banks. This is a daily thing. So every day, and I know I've explained this a bunch of times, but it's important. Every day, the Fed allows the banks to cash in, if you will, $100 billion worth of loans. Whether that be, you know, maybe they have treasuries or mortgage-backed securities because they don't have enough cash to do what banks do, right, which is process payments, right? Hey, I got to pay my mortgage. I got to – and, of course, here we are. It's the beginning of the month now. And, and all of us know, anybody that has a budget, which I'm going to assume the vast majority of people listening here, they got a budget. Hey, the rent's due or the mortgage is due on the first, right? The health care premiums are due, the car payments due, right? Blah, you know, on and on and on and on. And usually, usually, the first week of the month, the biggest bills are due, right? Which is your rent slash mortgage, uh, health health insurance, um, and probably, you know, your power bill and all that stuff. and And so... The banks have more demand for cash at the beginning of the month versus the end of the month, and all of a sudden now, the banks are lining up because it used to be uh, the hundred billion; they would maybe ask for sixty or seventy. Never really got to uh, you know a hundred was considered. Yeah, they don't really need a hundred, but we'll give them a hundred. And then, of course, you know we know on certain days they have these special operations where they can borrow money for a longer period of time. So the daily one is just that. This hundred billion, if you borrowed it today, you'd need uh, tomorrow. You'd have to do it again. In other words, this is just money for the day, and then they have. Uh, like three days a week, they have special ones. When addition to the hundred billion, they'll do like like they, yesterday. They had a special twenty billion dollar one that you could keep the money for a couple of weeks. And of course, the banks wanted seventy billion yesterday. Uh, today, yesterday they they wanted a hundred and nine billion in daily money. Today, that number jumped to a hundred and twelve billion in daily money uh again that's the most yet on a day for one day uh the banks needed to borrow this this was a problem that was supposed to go away and it's getting worse not better my real fe- fear is in april when taxes are due right because those are those are big checks that aren't normal right that's not part of the normal monthly routine uh, and see, we'll see what kind of stress uh, that puts on the banks. Uh, that happened this morning. Uh, we had it's the first week of the month, so we get jobs data out today. Was ADP? This report is completely worthless. Matter of fact, most of the data that they try to force down our throat is garbage in, garbage out. Uh, this was ADP uh, in January and you guys will remember, said 290-some-thousand jobs were created in January, and I'm just laughing because, you know, we know that's not true. And well, how do we know this? Well, because Christmas is over. Everybody scales back down. But nonetheless, 293. Today they said, hey, you know that 290-some number? We were wrong. We were wrong. It was only... 200,000. So, I mean, they missed it by 30%, right? And so uh, today they said 183 for February, uh, and I don't believe that either. And, and we'll have to wait for March to see. I mean, if January's any indication uh, then this February number, it's one. Hey, I get it. You can miss. Sure. Yeah, we missed it by 5% or, or 10%, but 30? Right? You missed you overestimated by by one out of every three jobs you alleged were created. I mean, it, it it borders ridiculous. And here's why I don't like this 183 number that was that came out today. They said that the the growth was coming out of hotels, leisure, hospitality, and bars and restaurants. I don't buy it. Right. We know, and I know that corona is just starting to come a case here, but but uh, the hotel industry getting clobbered. I, I, there's not a hotel, publicly traded hotel company that hasn't come out and said, hey, things are getting bad. Not one. But okay, let's go with that. That's what we have to go with. Tomorrow will be interesting. We get layoffs. We'll see. We saw... Uh, it creep up a little bit last week, where I got near two hundred twenty thousand. If it stays elevated, if we break above that, if we get, uh, you know, in in you know two twenty five, two thirty, 230, two thirty five, anything high, anything higher than than probably two thirty, uh, Wall Street's not going to like because and it, we're not, you know, because the jobs are different now, right? It used to be. Matter of fact, when I started here. Three hundred thousand used to be the number. Like if you could stay below three hundred thousand, that was good, because the jobs back then, right? We didn't have, you know, there was temporary work. Some, you know, that was that was a that was a thing. When I started, you know, you know, we're going back now. Just go back to to the millennium. Go back to two thousand. Right? Temporary work was a thing, but you know what really wasn't a thing. Contract work. And now so many people, that's the jobs they have, and you can't file for that. We didn't have Uber and Lyft. And, and uh, yes, people did work more than one job in 2000, but not like today. Today it's it's widespread. You know, you when you look at the labor force, uh, almost a third of it works more than one job. So uh, consequently, if you lose one of your jobs, you don't get to file because you still have income. Uh so it'll be interesting to see what the jobless claims say tomorrow and then of course we'll get the government number on Friday for for jobs and and everything that I'm reading today looks like uh where March is going to get uglier. February like I said we we wasn't really here yet. Uh, but but March, I think we're going to see uh, an even bigger slowdown there, and that'll be that'll be what they're worried about. I believe this is just my opinion. Why did they do this emergency rate cut yesterday? Remember, the Dow finished out almost 800 points yesterday. It wasn't because Wall Street was dropping. I think that was a factor. It wasn't because Donald Trump was tweeting. I really think they they know the data. they're looking at the data and and they're seeing things that look like this could get much more serious, whether you believe this is just a bad case of the flu, right and I get it i I'm, I'm on board when you sit there and you look at and say, you know, even today. By the way, another big jump in cases here in the U.S. I know there's four in New York. Arizona just got their second. We're waiting. Uh, I should say this for Arizona. The the CDC has to agree, but the uh, second Arizonan has tested positive, preliminary positive uh, for the virus. We'll have to wait. The CDC then has to double-check it before they make it official. Uh, J.P. Morgan has ordered all of their employees that can. They want them to start working from home. Amazon uh, had to shut one of its uh, one, and, you know, Amazon's got a lot, but one of its uh, um, not not a distribution center but offices in Seattle uh, as one of the employees, one of the workers there has tested positive. Uh, there's a uh, – Several schools now in New York, including a college that has been shut down. An entire family, uh, the son, the wife, the daughter, uh, along with the dad, have now tested positive. And here's what's so funny the way I understood this family in New York, the dad was already positive. And they still let these, the, I guess the kids went to school and everything, and once in college, once in high school. Uh, the whole family tested positive there. Italy now has banned all. Uh, all public events closing all movie theaters and cinemas and and all so and this is the part this is where i'm getting to whether or not we we don't know where did this come from was it a, a naturally occurring thing that an animal gave it to a human? Is it a bio weapon? Is it just a bad case of the flu? Or is this thing, you know, or is this like, you know, the plague? I mean, what are we talking about? And it doesn't matter where you sit on it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters for you is what the perception is. What are companies doing? Google, no more flying, right? No more, you know, they don't want any of their employees uh, flying internationally anywhere, right? Now you think about, okay, how soon do do they say, hey, no flying at all? Right at this thing, right? I mean, that would be the next logical step, right? Well, hey, we don't want you flying overseas. Well, now, uh, you know, what did I say? Something like 15 states got it already and, and it's growing. What are the ramifications going to be? And, and I believe that the central bank sees recession. You don't have emergency meetings unless you think something horrible is going to come. And and, I, I, and all of this starting to spread. Ecuador, Chile, uh, Dominican Republic. There's a couple of others that I'm missing. All in Central and South America. Matter of fact, Ecuador uh, now says they've got 10 cases. Germany's uh, finance minister has now labeled it a global pandemic. Israel uh, is, is urging people to stop shaking hands. By the way, a big outbreak there as well uh France has uh forty five new cases now in france, so france is France was you know kind of like where we were a week ago. Hey, okay, we've got twenty cases now we're at we now we're we know we're over a hundred. My guess is when the numbers come out later today we'll be somewhere around hundred and twenty uh and all of a sudden, France who had less than two hundred cases. Uh, at the beginning, matter of fact, had less than 150 cases, now has 257, 45 today. Uh U.K. has got 34 more cases. And Israel has quarantined a group of soccer fans, right? Someone at a soccer event had it. So this is what uh, – how about Saudi sus- suspending pilgrimage? You know, that's a huge deal. Iran canceled their pray- fr- Friday prayers again. All of these things have a huge effect on where your wealth is. Obviously, it's great if you got gold and silver. I mean, it's not great. That's a, it's not a great thing. But obviously, look at gold and how it's done compared to what uh, the debt markets have done. It's incredibly better. You know, gold's at uh, $1,642, bucks right now. And you start to say to yourself, it really doesn't matter, does it? It's just a bad flu, it's gonna be fine. Yeah, I I would like to believe that. That's where I, right now, if you you put a gun to my head and say, hey double, what do you think it is? Well, it's a maybe it's a little more uh a little more deadly flu than the other flu. You know, and of course you look at Seattle, uh they they had a bunch more deaths again, that whole nursing home is just devastating but what are the companies doing they're canceling events no flying work from home closing office buildings you name it that's not good picture radio news hour we'll be back after the break
1: this is the phyllis schlafly report presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center
0: Studios, Ed Martin.
1: As soon as liberal politicians took control of the Commonwealth of Virginia, they got a healthy dose of grassroots resistance by legally armed citizens. A massive crowd of over 22,000 men, women, and children descended on the state capitol in Richmond. These patriots were able to capture the attention of the nation, not to mention the attention of the Democrat governor, who overreacted by declaring an inappropriate state of emergency. Maybe you remember when the Women's March took place a few years ago in conjunction with the inauguration of President Trump. If you don't remember, the D.C. Sanitation Department surely does. Protesters left their anti-Trump signs and other trash everywhere they went. That wasn't the case at the peaceful protest by Second Amendment advocates in Virginia. They showed real class by picking up their trash on the way out. It makes you wonder who's really concerned about the environment. Trash aside, the women's marchers didn't leave much else behind. In the last few years, their numbers have dwindled more and more. Part of that is because they had no unifying message other than hating President Trump. Another reason may be because the Women's March has been rocked with scandal after scandal, including one in which anti-Semites had to be purged from their board of directors. I don't expect the pro-gun protesters will have this same problem. Many armed participants at the rally said they are just getting started. The Virginia House of Delegates' outrageous gun control bills might be the linchpin that triggers a revival of conservative activism in the Commonwealth. They have President Trump enthusiastically on their side. He tweeted that the Democrat Party in the great Commonwealth of Virginia is working hard to take away your Second Amendment rights. This is just the beginning. Don't let it happen. Vote Republican in 2020. Trump's words should ring true for those in Virginia and throughout the nation. If you let the liberals take over your state, you could be in for the same gun-grabbing measures the Virginians are dealing with now. The best thing you can do is not to wait for the liberals to take office so you can fight back. No, make sure the candidates you vote for are pro-Constitution and especially pro-Second Amendment.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. It's time to hear the truth, not the media lies, about gun rights.
1: At PhyllisSchlafly.com, we've got strategies to protect American citizens, protect ourselves, and protect the Second Amendment. For the latest on the constitutionally protected
0: right to bear arms, go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. The scholar blue collar of a man he came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands he was backwards backwards use words like no sir yes ma'am by god be done. welcome back 800 here's why i'm concerned not just because of the emergency rate cut, because obviously they saw something in the data that they were looking at that we're not privy to that looked scary. Because otherwise, why do it? Right? Especially today. I mean, ADP, now granted, the report's bogus, but who cares? They still said 180,000 jobs created in February. Right? Right? You know the ISM and the manufacturing. Yeah, it's weak. And and, and today we got very. We had two different uh, service sector type reports. So throw out manufacturing. Just look at service sector stuff. Uh, one report said, "Hey, service sector the best in seven months." The other report, service sector in contraction was in contraction. So I don't know, but it's right around. It's not like uh, you know, it, it's. Horrible data yet. So we're not, why not wait the two weeks? Wait for the meeting. Listen, I'm not convinced that we may not get another rate cut at the at the meeting in March. I wouldn't be shocked. And my opinion is if they don't do it in March, they're going to lay the table for another rate cut in April. We're not done here. And, and just to give you perspectives... What a sad day yesterday was and today. The greatest country on earth. Our 10-year note for the first time ever in the history of this country is yielding less than 1%. Uh, right now it's at point nine five, right this second. The two-year note is 0.63 even with the the lying rate of inflation you're losing money investing in the United States it's terrible it's a crime and it's not trust me when i tell you this this is not good for us and how do i know what am i some type of nostradamus expert Am I the world's greatest economist that's not on the central bank? That Did I get a degree from Harvard? No. But I know a country that's done this. It's called Japan. I mean, you can look it up. I mean, you may have never heard of it before. But they started down this path in the late 80s. And we all know. You know the story. The Nikkei was Forty thousand. Thirty three years later, the best they've gotten in thirty-three years is twenty, just over twenty thousand. So could you imagine what investing in in the financial markets is going to be like here, folks? This listen. I'm sorry. I wish I was different. It's not. These are facts. This is what happens. And now you're starting to see all these articles popping up about uh, strategic drawing rights. How long does the dollar have? And all. The, all and all of it's true. But uh, let me give you something simple for everybody to understand. Okay, this is out of Long Beach. It is just in case you don't know, some people don't know this, but Long Beach is one of the busiest ports in the world. Okay? In other words, containers, stuff, right? Whether it be microwaves and blenders to uh, lotion, crude oil, whatever it is, Long Beach is a major, major port. It is the second largest containerized port in the entire United States. There are two top officials this morning warned in the last several weeks there's been a chilling effect in the supply chain in Long Beach. Deputy Executive Director of Administration and Operations. I never thought in the, you know, 16 years I've been on the radio that I would be talking about the Deputy Executive Director of Administration and Operations for the Port of Long Beach, but yet here I am. He's saying that the economic paralysis has led to an increase of blank sales between China and the United States. He said port activity started plunging in January and has gotten worse in February with more expected weakness to continue all the way through March. Of course, we don't even know yet. No one even wants to talk about April yet. March is here. He said that the slowdown at Long Beach is starting to hit the local economy around the port. He said it could only be a matter of time before it triggers a broader slowdown in the entire region and quite possibly in the entire U.S. economy. And it just makes sense because, it's you know, this is the second largest port. Why, well, you think the news is different at the largest one? Hey, maybe the news is different at the third-largest one or the fourth-largest one. It's not different. So according to Bloomberg, who is quoting the executive director of the port, that said that cargo volumes are down double digits, and that at the port of Long Beach itself, they've started laying off workers because, well, you know, let's face it, there's just not enough work. It says container containerized uh, volume declines, uh, the U.S. economy, transport infrastructure, and essential flow of imports and exports representing about 12.5% of U.S. GDP. Think about this. Just the ports there in California, the the freight going in and out is over twelve and a half percent of of the GDP. And now the Long Beach port saying, hey, we're laying off workers. We don't have uh, we don't have enough work. It's starting to affect the local economy. And I'm wondering if that had a bigger part to play uh, in what the central bank saw. And why it is that they're sitting there saying, hey, uh, we need to cut rates. We got bad things coming here. Plus, it is, I mean, it's got to affect what's on the shelves sooner or later, right? I don't know. I'm just saying. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 592 It really doesn't matter, does it? Bad flu, deadly virus, right? World Health Organization saying, "Hey, the death rates more like three and a half percent." A lot, you know, a lot more than and then what we thought. If you look here at the U.S., I think yesterday we had uh, nine dead out of a oh, hundred and six. I think was the number, which is like eight and a half percent. Now. A lot of that, almost all of that, coming from the nursing home, but but you can see what the effects are. Italy today, telling all elderly, don't go outside. Could you imagine if we had to do that here, telling all the all the boomers, don't go outside, right? Sun City here in Arizona, right? Golf course, they don't go out, don't go outside. Not, uh, hey, don't go to the movies, right? Hey, don't go to uh, a political rally, right? Uh, Not that. that, no, No, don't go outside. And then you start to understand what it is that I'm telling you to prepare for. Listen, we hope, we hope that it won't, but, you know, I don't see how it doesn't. You're already seeing all these companies react. J.P. Morgan, uh, Project Kennedy, if you want to Google Project Kennedy, this is a test. They're going to have something like, I don't even know, 12,000 employees working from home in their largest division getting ready for what they think is inevitable, which is, hey, we're going to have to shut offices and we want to be ready for it. Uh, and and this is what I think is coming. Now, are we going to tell every old person not to go outside? I don't know. But think about what the effects of that are. Think about what Long Beach is telling us. And this is what, what it is that I think the central bank has seen. And this is why I've been telling you, get you know, continue to add to that perfor- portfolio. I got a great little package today. Fractional gold, uh, the $5 Liberties, but these are the AU5 Liberties. Super, super nice material. Uh, These are old, right, 1866 to 1907. AU, for those of you, what's AU mean? That means almost uncirculated. Uh, Here at Patriot, we tell you, stay at the law, and we sell circulated coins because they're nice and they're cheaper. It's all about cost, you know. You know our rule here: we want you to buy as close to the spot as possible. So right now, our regular five dollar circulated five dollar liberty is four hundred and sixty dollars. Today, I've got AU, which is almost uncirculated. What's the difference? These are going to be even nicer looking, a lot less coin marks, less scratches. Going to be really, uh, really sharp looking. You're not going to get a lot of, you know, like the dust, the the black dust or the copper spots or things of that that you can get in these circulated coins. I mean, these are coins that are, uh, like they said, almost uncirculated. So they were hardly used, uh, not a lot of wear and tear. Uh, great material, a lot of great dates. And you're talking about 1866 to 1907. Every one of these coins is well over 100 years old plus. They're not 475 or 480. They're not 460. 455, 1 through 9. If you buy 10 or more, 450. So if you think about, you know, if you if you bought 10 or more, Uh, you know, you're 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 looking at at a great cost four hundred and fifty bucks on an AU uh five dollar Liberty at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, take the time, keep adding to your portfolio. Fractional gold's a great way to go. Obviously, if you're talking about, hey, but I want the best bang for my I want to buy uh as close to spot as possible, that's still going to be in the US twenty dollar gold market. Uh, because you know they had you know the the as you know, the one ounce coins are always the cheapest, then the half ounce, then the quarter ounce, and then of course you get real expensive uh when you get down to the tenth ounce. Uh quick look here at the markets. Gold's just hanging out today. Huge day yesterday, uh, hanging out today, sixteen forty-four, pretty much unchanged. Silver hanging out as well, around $17.15. The Dow's up about $400. bucks. they are just happy about Joe Biden. I don't know why. Well, I guess I do know why. Uh, at least we're not hopefully going to be a socialist country. Uh, and then I saw this one, and it's worth bringing up. We know about the war on cash. Whoever would have thought that, again, uh, no no crisis goes untouched to hit cash. The World Health Organization made an announcement yesterday that the virus can survive on banknotes and is potentially spreading the coronavirus across the world And to reduce the risk of being infected by the money, it advises citizens to favor digital payments. That's right. That cash is bad. Just chalk it up now. So if you use cash, you're a terrorist, uh, (laughs) you're a drug lord of some sort, or, well, you know what? It could possibly kill you. So uh, that coming out of the World Health Organization. Just another reason why cash will soon be gone. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Final segment here on this Wednesday. And I get it. You don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe it. It's coming. Let me me give you... Somebody else's opinion. So the company that produces the ADP jobs report, the one that I just crapped all over today, is Moody Analytics. Mark Zandi is the chief economist there. He's on TV every month f- for these numbers. L- let me just, I'm going to read to you what he said, and then you decide whether you want to call and buy some gold today. We're going to get, this was Mark Zandy, ADP, Moody's Analytics, after the jobs number today, the 183,000, we are going to get much weaker job numbers going forward. There is going to be payback for the warm weather gains. Even without the virus, we were going to get Weak numbers, and now with the virus, we're going to get much weaker numbers. It's just a matter of time. Economists have a really hard time saying over 50% probability of recession. I assure you, almost every economist out there is thinking Over 50% probability of a recession. Mark Zandi, chief economist, Moody's Analytics, the producer of the ADP jobs report, said, hey, January and February, even this, you know, like I said, February or January, they missed it by a third. So these numbers are way too high, they're not real. There is going to be major payback. And my guess is they already know March is going to be rough. And now he says, with the virus, it's going to get even worse. And oh, by the way, I'll, let me be the first. Let me stick my hand up there. Every economist, every one of them, knows there's over a 50% chance of recession coming to the U.S. And, and, Again, that actually fits with the emergency rate cut, doesn't it? Doesn't that fit? That fits. That makes sense to me. And when I see things uh, like what's coming out of the port of Long Beach, when I hear J.P. Morgan's running a quote-unquote test, getting ready for coronavirus, when I hear Amazon shutting office buildings, when I hear Google banning all international travel, I've lost count of the amount of of exhibits and and, uh, conferences and all those things that have been canceled. Italy today telling every elderly person, don't leave your house. And just start thinking about what if that came here? What if we just said to all the baby boomers, don't leave your house? What do you think that does to the economy? 800 951 Zero five nine two and I'll just reiterate this. Whether you believe this is just a bad flu and it's blown way out of proportion and it's ridiculous and it's dumb and it's an overreaction doesn't matter. The reaction is what matters. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, you've called before then. 800